Hello and welcome back to the content search. Today we will be continuing the mysterious story of Fi and the small town of Scumside. Thank you for your support and we hope you enjoy this very monstrous tale. Last time on Try Not to Die. Put on your Birkenstocks and gather up some firewood, because this week we are retreating deep into the woods west of the Mare Amara, to a place where a ragtag community of recluses all have one thing in common. They hate living near other people, and so they are all living together. Hey there! Uh, are you a... Uh... Got so far, the wicked? Yes, uh, don't use the full title. Just five for now is good. Sorry we ain't got no welcoming party for you, but I reckon we'll cook a little, drink a little tonight, and you can get to know some folks. They're a nice bunch. Weird. So they should be fine with more weird. I'll either rule this town by the end of the weekend, or I'll be dead in them ditched beside it. Five. It's nice to meet you. My name is Camille. Oh, and you haven't met the druids yet, right? No, no. Are they, are they uh, chill or are they also gossipy? Oh, well, they're a little intense about the community garden, and you know, they're very protective over the land. We sort of had an agreement with them. You haven't met Gina, who lives in the cottage? No, not yet. She's next on my list for sure. Lovely woman, lovely woman. She had uh, a boyfriend. They were they were almost like a married couple, but seven nights ago, in the middle of the night, Howard gets up and leaves. Oh, hi! Fi, you said? Yes, yes. Uh, and, and you're Gina? I... Yeah, it's nice to meet you. I'm sort of a little bit busy. I got bread on my hands and I'm working with a timer, but I, I could see you later tonight at the shindig. I bet the Chucks would really appreciate a visit right now. Oh, I'm glad, you know, I don't want to stay in your air for too long. Oh, hello. Uh, you must be the new scum. I mean, the new person. Sorry, was that rude? It's just what we call it, but it probably sounded rude. I'm Chuck. And he points and you see out of the bedroom comes another human man. New scum! Welcome! I'm Chuck! And as you're talking, you're very alarmed to see a long, scaly gator. This is Chuck too. To be clear, there are three Chucks. I'm Chuck, he's Chuck, the gator's Chuck. I might as well continue my counterclockwise and go just to the druid's yurts. Without even opening their eyes, they go, Ah, hello. And your fi, you said. My siblings and I tend to the land here. Our names are Saya, Vilden, and Grief. It's very important to make sure that you are planting the right things. Certain vegetables do not like each other. You will not see me or my siblings tonight as we rise very early and so we don't stay up partying and drinking with the other folks. But please do let me know how you find the rutabaga. I certainly will. Oh, hi. It's nice to meet you. I'm Gidry. 
I've been having kind of a weird trouble with them lately. Has anyone has anyone mentioned the moon to you? The moon has been full for a week. Yeah. Uh, so the man whose place you took, how it wasn't doing so well, I think, uh, health-wise. He had diabetes. Oh, uh, a, a toast to uh, um. Uh, many moons of fun. Gina looks shocked that you have said that, and then she looks sad. Gina, Gina, Gina. It is, um, would you like to take a walk to the fire with me? Oh, I was getting, I was getting kind of tired. I was thinking of maybe just calling it a night, heading back, having a glass of hot cocoa, and I wouldn't mind getting walked home. I am so sorry about your boyfriend. <laughs> yes, yes. And tears just start streaming down her cheeks and she goes, It's so hard. Harold, he didn't have diabetes. It wasn't a disease of the blood. Or well, it was, but it was it was lycanthropy. Holy He's been coming out at night. He's been scratching at my door. He's just crying. I don't think he's been into his human form in over a week. I'm scared about what's gonna happen to him mentally. If Harold doesn't come back soon, I'm... I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna let him turn me. Oh, I um, am not gonna discourage you from doing that. Um, is anyone still out at the party? No, it seems like it is being cleaned up. All kind of saying goodbye. A few people wave at you. Haas waves at you as he walks by. Good night, enjoy first night. Nothing weird happened in the outhouse, did it? God, no. <laughs> nothing, nothing that isn't weird and normal, if you know what I mean. Wink, old man. He looks at you as you say that and you wink. And he kind of looks like a little bit, like, spooked almost. And walks back into his house. I guess that I will too go to bed. So, that night you settle down in your tent, and in the middle of the night, you are awoken by a sound far away in the woods. Starting to regret that I am in a tent right now and not in a structured settlement. And you hear, coming from the other side, from the side that the wolf howl didn't come, you hear a bit of rustling bushes. And that is where we are right now. What do you do? Okay. Um, I will look towards the rustle near Gina's. All right. As you look left... You're kind of leaning your head a little bit. Gina's cottage is kind of, it looks quiet, it looks normal. It's kind of obstructing your view of the woods a little bit. But you can just catch kind of the um, the corner of the dark tunnel of brambles and branches that lead towards the scummy lake. And you see a tiny corner of a white robe um, heading into the trails. Mm. God, oh, these motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, so the wolfy sounds are coming not at all from that area. Not at all from that area. They're coming from the other side of the commune. But you're surrounded by woods. 
Right. So it is still the same woods, but it's the opposite direction. I will go to Haas's house. All right. I want you to do me a favor and read a bad situation. I guarantee I'm bad at it. I think it's cool or something? It's plus sharp. Ah, perfect. My favorite. (laughs) Which is most of what you've rolled so far. Okay, that is a six, unfortunately. Just under. All right, so you read a six on that bad situation, right? Mm, Yes, I did. All right, that's going to be under a seven. (laughs) So you kind of look, you're squinting. It's pretty dark. Um, You think that it's probably fine to go dart over to Haas's place. It's not that far. I should have used my luck. Ah, (laughs) staring at it right now. You, um, you know you can you can do that. Yeah, you, you can know use what? your luck and make it a twelve. I got yeah, I got six left. Uh, I got, I haven't used any, so I'll just use one and I'll have six. Now. Right, great. So you use a luck point. You start to step out of your tent, and then you think, wait a second, I just heard a wild animal, <laughs> um, and you look over towards the community garden before you start walking over to Hassa's place, and you see sort of a hulking silhouette um, kind of tucked behind uh, the berry bushes that line the back of the community garden uh, between them and the line of trees you hear like a snuffling and kind of (laughs) and it looks like I'm a large hairy beast is uh, investigating some vegetables and has not yet noticed you Mm, seems like Harold is out for an elite snack. Hmm. I, <laughs> I, you know, I look at Harold and I feel like there is absolutely no sense in me trying to approach him. Okay. Um, hmm. Let me think for a second. You're watching him for a little bit and it doesn't seem like he's on any kind of like destructive rampage it seems like he's maybe looking for something like sniffing following a scent he's going around the community garden he like um eats some berries off of a bush um you watch as he starts to come up to what you would assume now is gina's plot that is growing wolfsbane mm. um and he kind of recoils a little bit and whimpers and scurries back to the other side like he's confused or hurt by it mm. I would, oh man, it's just so risky. <laughs> I, get, I would like to use magic. Yeah. Because, so like, I don't have, I don't have the ability, I could have chosen it and I chose immortal instead, like okay. a goon. I should have chosen <laughs> the dark negotiator. Um, but um, I would like to use magic to kind of calm this this creature at like essentially he is between me and the swamps correct like if i were to like walk past gina's to go to the swamps no no so he's over here he's by the community garden um he's prowling along this bush line there's trees back here so he's really he's across the commune sort of next to the druid yurts but keeping a bit of a breadth Mm, okay and also you can use magic to uh communicate with something that you do not share language with so the um, thing you're trying to do is definitely under the use of magic in this game. Okay. I will try to telepathically communicate with the creature. So that way I'm not even like yelling it out loud. I'm just kind of like right. in ascending my mind into it and going like, hello, Harold. 
Fear not, I am a friend, as they call them. Let's give it a try. Roll plus weird. Oh, man, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I've just not been doing... Oh, I'm gonna... That's a six plus weird, which is... That's a nine. So not terrible, but that's not a perfect success. Yep. Would you like to go with the nine? Hmm... What does the list of consequences say again? So on a nine, um, on a seven to nine, this little insight, if anyone hasn't played uh, Monster of the Week, on a seven to nine, it works imperfectly, meaning that uh, you do get the intended effect. However, you also have to choose a glitch for the spell, and that is up to you. You can either choose that the effect is weakened, the effect is of short duration, um, you can have some combat buffs, um, the magic draws... Oh, sorry. You... Not combat buffs. You could take some harm potentially, like psychically. Um, it could draw unwelcome attention or have some kind of problematic side effect. I think I will. The effect is of short duration. I will keep the nine and because I mean I am just sending like I am just sending one thought over. So if it's not sustained for very long for me to even if I could just get a response of some sort, that would mm-hmm. be enough for me to go. Okay, I have sussed this enough. Okay. So you you say that to the wolf in your brain? That's what you say? Yes, I send my mind my mind out to him. Um, you make contact with this large animal's mind, and you are quickly overwhelmed. Um, your heart starts racing, and your palms feel sweaty. You feel you feel a little nervous. Uh, you feel you feel like how an animal might feel if they are in unfamiliar territory like that kind of anxiety of like i do not have a place to rest here um and you hear in kind of um a kindly older man's voice you hear lost bright bright uh shiny uh, full uh, hungry 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 gina gina hungry gina okay um so and as you kind of touch with it and um, communicate your message, which is, I am a friend, you see that their big yellow eyes flick up and um, you can't even really see like their gaze. It is just absolutely blinding, uh, reflected nighttime oh, yellow yeah. animal eyes. Yeah. Um, and it seems like the wolf maybe starts like snuffling along the ground, maybe following a scent kind of um, towing out from behind the community garden and making its way a little bit closer to your area of the commune, moving through the center. Yes, this is this is fine and normal. Um, <laughs> I, Gina, um, Gina, hungry, okay. hungry, hurts, hurts, Sprite, Gina. Hmm. I want. I don't happen to have any food on me. I assume. Um. Yeah, you probably have like um. You got sent home with flapjacks earlier. There was a barbecue. Um. Camille probably shoved like a cauliflower steak in your hand at some point. You've got like a thing of potato salad. Like food seems pretty plentiful here. People love to give each other food and crafts because it's not like you can go out and you can buy someone something. So mm. you definitely you got food in your tent. You've been advised to kind of you know tie it up high on a little pole yeah. so that a big animal can't get to it yes a big animal <laughs> um this brings me back to my familiar napping days <laughs> i um i would like to i guess i want to try again to 
get a little more information i want to say i'll you know if i have to roll again i'll glad to but if it or if it just doesn't work because i've already used it i would like so to try you could and send over one more message but probably if you wanted to get any more information from him you might have to try uh, and use magic again and if it f- if it failed or wasn't great again it might have more of a negative Got consequence it. okay um yes yeah, so i will my last message will be what are the druids doing friend Hurts, hurts. Bright, bright. Scum, scum. Oh, God, I feel so unprepared for this. <laughs> I, uh, okay, I'm well. Unprepared for this, unprepared yes, for this. Yes, I, I can sympathize with this wolf. Um, sympathize, what, ugh, what even word is that? The wolf is still um tracking that scent, slowly coming into kind of the middle of the commune, seemingly headed towards you. Okay, I will go out the back of my tent, okay. and I will head towards uh, the scum. And on the way, yes. I would like to... Um, slide in behind the wolf's bane and give mm-hmm. a little rap, rap, rap on a window of Gina's, if that's possible. Yes, for sure. Okay, you slide out the back flap of your tent, kind of giving a little switcheroo to this wolf. As you're walking uh, back towards Gina's place, you kind of see that the wolf is, you know, not having a great deal of, like, intellect at this moment, mm. is, like, sniffing around the garden again. It's kind of sniffing at the steps of Haas's place, like, sniffing plants and stuff. Um, <clears throat> sniffing at the charcoal grill where there's just crumbles of cauliflower laying there. Got nothing there for you, so I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> a vegan wolf. Because <laughs> it's the first time for everything. <laughs> um, you slide in behind Gina's rose and hydrangea bushes and then behind the wolf's bane as well, and you give a little rap, rap, rap. Um, it takes a few minutes. It's dark in Gina's place, and then you see, like, maybe a little bedside lamp flick on, like a dim orange light, and um, you see Gina pulling on uh, a fuzzy robe and she comes to the window and kind of cracks it open and go, is he here? Is my Harold here? Yeah, he's over there sniffing in the garden. Oh, no! Yeah, 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 don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, keep Boss it is gonna shoot him! Okay, yes, so I think, and, and you've approached him and it didn't, like, go well? Like, he doesn't recognize you, maybe? Um, well, no, he recognizes me. I th- more the problem is that he... He really wants to get to me. I don't know if he knows if it's me, but that's why I got the wolf sphinx. He keeps trying to come here at night and find me. So I'm I'm hiding from him because I'm just, I'm scared that he's going to hurt himself or he's going to get hurt or he's going to hurt me, but that might be the only option. Mm, yes. Okay, so I can see that you're more of kind of a locked bait kind of scenario here. Um, <laughs> yes, huh? s- stay here. Okay. Um, keep an eye, and if anything bad goes down, I guess do the old-fashioned scream for me, and I'll see if I can make it back in time. I'm real good at screaming. I can tell. And you see, she kind of, she pulls, drags over an armchair from her bedside, and brings over a lamp, and she's got a little set of binoculars, and she kind of sits up at the window, is posted up, and is watching Harold, and if he gets, you know, too close to anything or up to any dis- anything disruptive, she's going to give a holler. Yes. In fact, the code word will be Chuck Cubed. Get over here. Chuck Cubed. You get over here. Yes. Are you sure that's not going to call Chuck instead of you? The Chucks. Would that be a problem if the Chucks came? No, I guess they're pretty handy. Actually, uh, Chuck won pretty good at chopping wood with that axe he's got. 
Mm, okay, well, that actually might be a problem for your husband. Yes, just, um... Oh, no, I just mean he could, like, protect if anyone... If Harold tried to hurt anyone or, you know... Yes. I don't want... I don't... I don't, yeah, want, I don't Harold want Harold to, to be hurt, hurt, but I don't want anyone to hurt Harold, too. It's complicated, but they're nice boys. They are. They're really nice to me, and they were nice to Harold, too. You're not going off by yourself, are you? Where are you headed right now? I mean, I'd, I'd love to have company, Gina, but you seem to be the wrong person to bring out in the middle of the night. I simply don't think I'd be able to help you. I don't even have shoes with a grip on them. Good lord, you gotta get some, some, some Crocs. They have them all over the abyss. But, um, I mean, I do see a light over at the Chucks. They like to stay up sometimes late. They, they've got a little television and they watch programs. Perfect. You might be able to get... Okay. <laughs> Shut the window. I go to Chuck's um, you hear a little rap on the window before you leave and you see she's got her um, hands around her mouth and you can't hear her but you see her mouth good luck McFly god just uh, good feelings feel awful <laughs> excellent move to not bring this woman into the dark woods at night well, I was I really job. the cruelty aspect of me really wanted to but I was like you will be more of okay, a hindrance so can I come in my bunny slippers no keep should I bring inside. a thermos of hot cocoa oh god anything but that um I yeah I will head over to Chuck's um, and I guess, I mean, I'll just go up to their door. Yeah. Um, you knock on the door and before you're even done knocking, um, Chuck one opens up the door and he looks like he's, um, pretty dressed. Like he hasn't gone to bed for the night. You can hear kind of the sounds of like a muffled, uh, you know, radio or something playing a program. Um, and he, he looks a little sleepy, but like he's just, you know, up being a young guy doing his own thing. And he goes, Oh, hey, Fi, uh, did you need something? You you doing okay? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I see this commune, Chuck, and I think to myself, it could, it is perfect, but is it perfect? Could it be even better, perhaps? And I think that the thing that's missing is some good old-fashioned honesty. Uh, how do I say this? Uh... uh-huh. Howard is a werewolf. Harold. Yes. Harold is a werewolf. Yeah. No, that guy's definitely a werewolf. Okay, cool. I'm glad that you were fully on page with that. It feels like it wasn't a well-hit lie, but I wanted to check. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I I think that everyone else actually believes the lie, but... I actually don't think that anyone else here has known someone else with diabetes because it's just not... I mean, I never see the man poking himself. I don't... He doesn't actually go to the doctor. He doesn't have a car. Like, how is he getting to the doctor? Yeah, does he... I mean, if you don't have any sort of wagon to bring you there, you might just be... Haas isn't driving him there. And he's also, you know, around the full moon. He's going on doctor's appointments. I'm thinking, like... you scheduling your doctor's appointments with 28th of every month like that's kind of weird pretty expensive too given that immoralian yes yeah and then he's so he's been eating all the berries too i see him at night he's i don't know if he checked out the community garden when he came here but those bushes berryless in the middle of summer and everyone thinks it's kind of weird and everyone thinks that someone else is eating the berries and it's harold harold's coming out at night and eating the the berries berries, yeah yeah Uh, it's better than eating one of us though so i appreciate the restraint Yes. So, um, and you're a fan of the moon thing that's going on? The fact that the moon has been here for a week? Oh, no. I'm not a fan of it. I just, uh, I'm not really sure what, what to do about that. Do Wait. you have an idea? 
Chuck, I got a lot of ideas. Wake up, Chuck 2, and I guess, I assume Chuck 3 might even be already at the swamp right now? Chuck 2's right here. You see, as you say, um, there's... Uh, a lot of things that you could do and you say wake up Chuck to he's already reaching down hefts a huge heavy axe up onto his shoulders and goes Chuck to's a coward let's go Chuck and him and the gator come and follow you outside wow I love a bait and switch and he scribbles a little uh, note on the door that says be back soon sweetie um, gone to rid town of werewolf problem yes that is not the, the way I would have phrased it, but, um, I... He'll be okay. Yes. We've gone through a lot. Yes. He's pretty supportive. Yes. Um, you wouldn't do anything to, hmm, hurt me or put me in danger, would you? And I would like to do, um, I would like to mental dominate this man <laughs> again. Yeah, sure, go for it. Um, let's try it. And I will use another luck because that yeah. was a, that was only a what's it called? I'll turn it into a twelve, so that puts me at five luck. I want to ensure that this person is on my side and is not going to betray me. You look at Chuck standing there, young guy uh, standing in front of the home that he shares with the love of his life, and has adopted this gator out of the woods. You glance behind him through the window; the curtains are drawn, and you see the dozens and dozens and dozens of clocks that he keeps in his tiny home for this man just because he doesn't have a place to put him and you know that this is a sweet honest lad and he looks at you in the eyes and he goes only way i'm ever gonna hurt you is if you try and hurt harold because gina means a lot to me and so does gidry and uh well i don't know harold that well but it's important to me that he comes back so things can go back to normal and people can be happy I agree. Come with me, my friend. Okay, where are we going? We're going to the swamp. Oh, he stops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that you will follow me unquestionably, and I will use one of the holds to give him that command. All right, he follows behind you and goes, Scum sounds like a good idea. Um, why are we heading there? Well, guess the what? The wolf is over there. Yes, well, your friend the wolf isn't causing any problems, as I can see, unfortunately. Just um, the berry thing. Just the berry thing, but... I like to put those in my pancakes. Yes, that seems like something that would be worth dealing with, I'm sure. But I also saw the white-robed druids, who I have also heard litter, go into the swamp, and they said they also go to bed at this time and aren't in the swamp, so I think that we should handle that. Uh, Camille told you they litter, huh? I swear to God, one time I went in, you know, I, I like to get some religious advice every once in a while. They're, yeah. They can be calming to talk to. I swear to God, I saw a full pallet of bottled in Balderheim. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And also those geodesic domes, they're glamping. Yeah. Straight up, they've got lofted feather beds in there. Like they are not living in earth. Yeah, I had heard that they had a like a pretty sick setup. Gidry's and... more of a druid than they are. Yeah, I got that kind of vibe. Um, is there anything that you think we should do before we do this dangerous endeavor? I mean, listen. I'm, and for the future, and I put a, like, my clawed hand on his shoulder. I'm like, you could always come to me for spiritual advice. Uh, okay, you, are you a clergyman? Yes. Okay, um, if we're gonna go in the woods, it probably would be a bad idea to go in without a light. Um, 
We could probably borrow Gidry's flashlight. Yes. Yeah, let's go do that. Yes. Okay, let's be quiet because I don't want to wake him up. Okay. Any reason why we shouldn't wake him up for the record? Well, he's just a sweet guy. I want to disturb his sleep. Okay, yes, fine. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I go over and All right, you guys tiptoe over toward um, Gidry's hammock. He's wrapped up in his hammock. You can see his uh, lantern is, like, burning out, and his book is, like, uh, open up on his face, but he's clearly drifted off. And, his <laughs> um, and uh, Chuck One kneels down and quietly, you know, puts in the combination to his steel lock box and takes out the big, yellow, heavy-duty, battery-operated flashlight, which, excellent that you had someone tell you to take that. Yes, it would have been dark. and um, It though, would have been pretty dark. Though I imagine a fiend would have dark vision, it does definitely not in my stats, so I don't have dark vision. It would have been really dark. It's really easy to get lost back there. The trails are not well-tended. Wow, it seems like these druids are doing a great job. Um, Do you have, like, a plan? Are we, like gonna like i don't know jump them or talk to them or what's what's the deal here i look at my incredibly long sick ass sword on my head <laughs> hmm, yes i think we should maybe talk to them and see if we could you know come to an agreement or at least an understanding of what's going on By and the what way, i can do i think it's so nifty that you carry that thing around and <laughs> he just starts walking Always with you towards uh, the entrance to the scum yes i am in full support of bearing arms um, and I think that, cause like, I know that, I, I mean, I've, I've awoken anyone who will probably be useful because I think that if I, w I worry waking up Hoss, he'll just fucking be like, werewolf, bang! <laughs> and I'll be like, literally not what I wanted you to do. Um, so yeah, I guess that, um, I just head in there with the, the flashlight and my All gator right. companion and my, his gator owner. Yeah. The two Chucks follow behind you. Um, Chuck is... <laughs> And he seems to be really happy to be heading into the woods. Like, he's, like, going on, getting taken on a walk or something. He's like, don't say scum around him because he'll start freaking out and get really... Don't say S-C-U-M around him because he'll freak out and start getting really excited because he likes to go back, you know? Yes, I'll, be, I'll make sure not to say S-cum anywhere near him. Now, quickly, don't talk so much. We're in the middle of the woods. <laughs> um, I would like you to act under pressure. Um, and you are going to have plus one from this because you have a flashlight. Okay. I will roll this one by one, because uh, why not? Six! Okay. Mm. One. Wouldn't it be okay. that way? It this is, is plus cool. So I, I have an, a total for an eight, because I don't add anything to cool. Okay, great. I mean, I'm cool, but some people say I'm not very chill under pressure. You guys enter the woods. It is dark, thick, treacherous woods. There is no light. Once you get like 40 feet in, you don't even really have moonlight with you. Mm. There is nary a break in the canopy. Um, you cut and stomp your way through trees, brambles, thorns. It is gritty, awful work. Uh, Chuck is next to you cutting down things as he can, but as you guys walk for about an hour into the woods, and Chuck assures you that this is normal, it's a bit of a hike to mm -hmm. the scum, um, you are both going to take uh, 
one harm. You have got some scratches on you. Um, you've tripped on a couple of rocks. Um, you maybe twisted an ankle. It's like you're hiking in the nighttime. It would be hard for anyone. Yes. Thank God I am immortal and therefore take one less harm when I take harm. <laughs> wow. So that's turn... really lucky for you. I might have to stop for a second and like put an ace bandage on this. Uh, yeah, sure. Let me. Uh, that might impede how useful you are to me. So I'll help you with that. All right. You guys uh, stop for a moment and you're uh you help chuck kind of uh clean up some of his scrapes and everything he goes wow thanks you know you're a really helpful demon i'm so glad that you came to our little town yes i would like to level with you now i am here to conquer this town and i am will be a kind and kind yes mayor to watch over you all because i think that the current leadership if you want to say Hoss, mm -hmm. is that he is not really up to snuff on what is going on here. And I would like to, you know. Right, right. Yeah, Hoss, is, he's kind of retired a little bit from dealing with, like, the, you know, the social dynamics of the place. He's yeah, enjoying yeah. retirement. I think that you could probably get elected mayor. The only thing the mayor really does is, like, scoop out the outhouse. So you could probably convince people pretty easily, you know be our dictator or whatever yeah so we'd appreciate the help yeah the first word they used elected i'm not familiar with it uh the second aspect was i think that perhaps as mayor there might be some different delegating going on but anyways oh. um well we take turns and Haas wasn't elected either he's just the oldest Hmm, that I'm already practically mayor. <laughs> and for a moment he looks at me and I definitely look thousands of years old. Wow. You seem like a cultured guy. Yes. Uh, you guys... <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> you guys um, eventually um, start to break into kind of um, thinner... Uh, thinner bushes and mm. you feel like you're heading scumwise you take a couple turns and you you maybe see like a tree once or twice that you've seen before and chuck will go oh no okay this way it's so hard to see the markers at night honestly um and eventually when you come out of the trees into open air you are actually just in a dry grassy clearing uh, there's no scum. There's no lake to be seen. You have clearly misnavigated your way through these woods. Oh. It is just a clearing with flattened grass in the middle. The full moon looms overhead, seen through a break in the canopy. Lining the center of the clearing is um, a ring of unlit candles. Scattered about the clearing are some petals hydrangeas and roses and off to the side near the tree line there's like a wet pile of old discarded clothing looks like maybe like a brown jacket or some large men's jeans do i think that the that is harold's clothing does that feel chuck confirms for you mm -hmm. he goes i think that's probably maybe harold's clothes maybe this is like i don't know this is weird why are there petals it's almost like kind of romantic right Oh, God. Disgusting. Do we think, um, the question, the flowers, the petals, that is from, does that, uh, remind me, is that Gina's garden that has mm -hmm. that? Roses and hydrangeas. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, good, good. Because for a moment there, I thought it was those druids that everyone likes so much. Um, yes, I think We're that- kind of indifferent about them. 
I mm. mean, they water the plants, so that's nice of them. Truly. The bar is very low for you people. <laughs> I, I, Gina was upset that Harold was gone because he mowed the lawn. I swear to God, that is a low bar. He was also very emotionally supportive of okay, her, but well. he could often be seen mowing the lawn. Um, as you guys are um, talking in the middle of this clearing, Fully out in the open. I would like for you to <laughs> once again read a bad situation. Hmm. I feel like it's totally normal that we're just out here talking. Three. Two. So five. Plus cool. Plus zero. That is five. Five. All right. You guys are kneeling down in the middle of the clearing. You've got a rose petal in your hand. You lift it up to your nose and smell. Um, you and Chuck are kind of having a quiet, hushed conversation. Gator Chuck every once in a while throwing in a... <laughs> yes, finally some wisdom around here. And as you're talking, you're li- listening to the cicadas and the crickets behind you, um, and you suddenly realize that everything has gone pretty quiet, like the bugs are hardly making any noise, um, and you don't really hear any like um, chittering of like uh, chipmunks or other like nighttime like foxes, things like that. It is eerily silent. And as you and Chuck look at each other and are like, huh, that's kind of weird. Uh, a large shadow looms over you. You both turn your heads and you see Harold, the werewolf, fully upon you and ready to attack. Makes sense. We're in his lover's <laughs> nest. And he is going to do that since you read that situation so poorly. And unfortunately, you're not going to have a chance that to makes sense. Uh, prevent this attack. That tracks. Harold rears back. He doesn't lift his claws to hurt you or anything, but he seems distressed that there are other people here. He barrels through both of you, snarling and whimpering. Um, He pushes you both aside and you both go rolling apart from each other. Um, Chuck the gator is flailing his tail about, freaking out because there's some strange big creature here. Um, You both take one harm as you are knocked aside and launched into some scratchy bushes. You feel pretty like banged up from that. Fuck! (laughs) Um, It seems like the werewolf is like pacing and angrily snarling, like looks almost like a little bit trapped where it's standing. Okay. Um, I would like, I cast a look towards Chuck. Yeah, Chuck is standing there with the axe in his hands and he goes, just tell me what to do. I don't want to hit him, but I could probably, it probably wouldn't kill him. Like he probably just you know, yeah, blunt side. Blunt, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, first, I guess first and foremost, I want to see if I can invoke any familiarity between us, and I will be like, um, "Hey, recognize my beautiful voice? It's me, your friend." Harold does seem like there's a glint of recognition in those yellow eyes, like almost like a dog that is like seeing its walker for the second time. It's like, you are not the person I'm familiar with, but I have seen you before, and that's kind of exciting for me. 
But you notice that while he is standing, he had all of this bravado and aggressiveness um, and fierce animal frenzy as he was barreling through you. But now that he's standing in the middle of the clearing in the bright moonlight, he is. He seems kind of torn between like pacing and like going back towards the trees and looking at you guys and then coming out and snarling. Like he's trying to scare you off, but he's like all bark, no bite. Got it. Um, hmm, he's in heat, Chuck. We've got to be careful. Isn't that a female thing? I think it might be the moonlight bothering him. Right, sure. That's probably also it. I will, um, (laughs) (laughs) I will, hmm, I would like to use magic to create essentially a solid stone dome over... Over him, kind of like essentially blocking him off from the moon and trapping, and trapping him. him. Um, and I would be like, I learned this trick in the abyss, and I like <laughs> slam my fists onto the ground. Oh, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, roll plus weird. Let's see how the magic goes. Let's well, hope so pretty good. Oh, well. Three, okay. I mean, okay. I, I have luck left, but I really prefer what? not to use it. This one's a six plus your weird. So, okay, um. Plus my weird is plus three. So that was six plus three, and then I rolled a three, so that's 12? All right, so that's a 12. Amazing. So not only does your magic work perfectly, a huge uh, kind of uh, like concrete-like stone dome just goes over him, and it's quiet for a second. And on a 12, I'm actually going to offer you some added benefit, Mm. and it is that when you... Um, walk over towards the dome, which is now silent, um, cut off from the moonlight, you hear, (sighs) is someone? And you kind of hear like the tapping of human hands up Mm. against the stone. Howdy, Harold, it's your new mayor. Fie, I will not tell you my full name. Is someone, is someone new? Scooping out the outhouse? I'm... I think I'm lost. Quick question. The outhouse is coming up a lot. Is there a reason why someone should be scooping it out aside from the normal reason (laughs) that there is shit filling up there? Chuck looks at you and he goes... It's just an outhouse and people shit in it and then, you know, we have to scoop it out. It's probably the most hated task, but... Yeah, I do think Haas actually keeps his gun in there, though, because Camille doesn't like it in the house, so everyone knows it's in this little cubby up in the top. We probably could have grabbed that, but I don't know how much, you know, good it would have done. Yeah. I don't like to hold guns myself. They're so loud. Yeah, you know, honestly, that diddle piss nonsense is, it's terrible. Terrible in a fun, crazy way. I bite my tongue really hard wishing (laughs) I had that gun in my hand. Um... (laughs) Yes. I, I asked you if you were looking at the outhouse. And I was like, and I was like, I see nothing in this shit I hole. take a dump. Peace. I'm I take here. a dump. Um, you, you know what? I, me too. I hate loud things. That's why I have yeah, this huge hindsight is everything, sword. right? Yes, it's fine. I have a. You know what? I don't. I don't need that. Uh, anyways, okay. Um, listen, listen, buddy. And I knock on the stone. I'm oh, like, uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't. I forgot. Um, it's so loud. Right yes. Now. Chill in there. My senses are so... I can smell everything. Yes, can... Okay, can you smell... Hey, uh, Chuck, what is... Uh, what's something that those druids smell like? Besides... Mm, cauliflower steaks. Well... 
I don't know. I guess maybe it kind of seems like they're the only ones in this whole place that use plastic. Like, no one else I know is using plastic. I guess maybe Camille, some of Camille's snacks from the store, but she tries to go to the bulk store and use her mason jars and stuff. So maybe plastic? Hmm. Yes, I will have um, my friend, my wolfy friend. Would you mind doing me a favor and sniff around for these plastique that has been recently um, resurfaced here? Yes, for sure. So fun. Um, you and Chuck are both just standing there, I'm just staring next to a huge fucking dome, <laughs> fucking rock dome, and you just hear really faintly. Harold's voice is so quiet, and he mm. goes. Um, uh, I don't know, I guess somewhere in the woods in these trails, uh, maybe it's the only really other place. It's like this clearing and then the the scum, the lake. That makes sense. Um, we're going to leave you here, buddy. In here, alone? Well, okay, listen, the moon is making you freak the fuck out, and I do love that you freak the fuck out, but right now that might inconvenience me. Ooh, wait a minute. Me have an idea. Oh, I can't look him in the eyes. Fuck. Never mind. Uh, ignore any of that monologue, Chuck. You could, you could uh, lift up the dome and promise I won't turn into a wolf. Chuck's up top for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly transforming. Like, he I lets don't it think drop, they... <laughs> and Harold's in there. He's like, oh, oh, okay, I'm back again. Um, Before you go, though, um, is Gina okay? I, f- I feel like I probably scared her. Yeah, you know what, buddy? She's pretty upset, but good news one she's keeping it tight and two she's she's not stress knitting is she oh she like crazy my man i'm wearing Uh, one of her scarves right now but don't even worry about that oh it's red and black it matches my yeah it smells like it too i think it's expensive wool she used (sighs) yes expensive yes 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 um Yes, so she's keeping it tight, and also she she's will. I mean, she loves you so much, man. She would turn herself into a werewolf with you. So if this doesn't work out, consider that as an option. I know she kept sneaking out to this clearing in the middle of the night when I was, you know, eating the berries, and she'd sneak off, and she was setting this thing up, and well, I was so confused. I've been so lost, but I, I can see she's, she was gonna. And I was gonna. Yeah, I know. It, oh, losing Gina. your virginity is incredible. Um, what? Um, listen. So stay here. Okay, um, I didn't hurt anyone, did I? No, you've just been fucking up the garden, which oh, I again no. I love. We shall, uh, when I am finally mayor of this cursed commune, you shall not be on a leash, my friend. You shall run free. Anyways, so yeah, stay here. Choke, I'm sorry about the berries. I don't have diabetes. As <laughs> you guys are <laughs> turning here. <laughs> yes, hill. yes, we know, we know, we know. It's not that hard. You're bad at hiding things. Um, so yeah, I guess we try again to find the scummy swamp. Great. Um, I'm going to say um, act under pressure. You guys are feeling um, a little spooked out. It's really late now, like maybe like one or two. Actually, it's probably even like 3 a.m. The witching uh, hour. And Chuck is like, if... I mean, the druids, they wake up at, like, 4.30, so if we want to, like, catch them doing something, like, we better go now. Yeah, we gotta fucking get them. All right, let's let's do this. This is the game plan, my friend. If we see them, mm-hmm. I want you, no, mm-hmm. you might just die. Oh. 
<sighs> it's very tough to think of a good plan so because casual. I don't know. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. You do that once. I forget for that for your kind. Um, <laughs> just the once. Just the once. Yes, I'll make. Chuck two would be sad. I'll make sure that it's worth it, my friend. Um, what? So I think that the plan shall be: we try not to bring attention when we approach. See what they're doing. If if they happen to be, you know doing something bad that and i'm gonna leave that to you friend if you feel like hmm, this looks bad mm -hmm. i you have my full mayoral permission to strike as hard as you can against whichever one is named grief okay i gotta be real i still can't tell them apart i know they don't mind but it's impossible they're identical yes i think that there's something shitty about that too but i haven't figured it out yet anyways yes <laughs> kill whatever one you fucking find first okay i will sounds good cool you guys uh are going to try and navigate towards the scum. You readdress uh, your situation in the woods. Chuck looks at the position of the moon and does like some little tease with his arms. He's like, okay, I think I might have headed uh, east when I should have headed north. Uh, let's try this again. And you can act under pressure and you can add a plus two this time because you have the flashlight and you have now navigated to the only other area you could navigate <laughs> I'll just to. just keep walking in circles. Um, yikes. A two and a one. You know what? I'm just going to have to, I'm going to use luck. Use luck? Yeah. All right. How many luck points you got left? That one, if I'm sorry, that was my fifth. So I have four left. All right. Um, and I'm going to hopefully not have to use any more of them. Sounds good. The trails were never well kept. It doesn't seem like people really come through here. Like everything that everyone has said to you about it not really being like a destination. With the name Scumside, you can, you know, think this isn't like a hot trail that a lot of people come visit. A few times you start to lose the path and then whew, you see a marker or like a stone cairn. Um and you push on further into the night as you are nearing a kind of deep earthy uh, mucky smell uh, you see some glowing lights um, I would like for you to give me a read on a bad situation as um, you hear Chuck the gator start to get excited his his um Hands are starting to kind of pick up. He's trundling forward a little bit faster. And Chuck, the human, is like, I, I think that we can follow Chuck there. It seems like he's close. He knows the way. Yes, we shall follow Chuck. Um, let's see if it's a good idea to do that first. <laughs> roll plus cool. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> Just roll so bad. That is double ones, my friend. Ah, oh, my God. I'm going to use another luck because okay. I think that it, I think that I'm not reading any situations well. And <laughs> it seems like the one thing I should be doing is read situations, <laughs> reading situations well. well word, yeah. <sighs> All right. As you uh, are about to push through what seems like to be a last set of hanging thorny branches, you reach forward and grab Chuck's arms before he can disturb any bushery. And you raise a finger to your mouth and go, shh. And even Gator Chuck stays still and quiets down for a second. And under the roar of the cicadas and crickets, you hear, yes. And you see the flickering of candlelight through trees. 
um, you peek through the branches and see something truly horrifying, which is... Just what I love. <laughs> which is clearly some kind of shamanistic, ritualistic, ceremonial shit going down. Um, you see the furthest in the background is the scum itself. You see a glistening green bobbing, waving surface um, illuminated in incredibly close moonlight. You almost can't see any sky at all. The trees open here, but above is just yellow, orange, gleaming luminescence. Uh, you see thick clouds of algae coating the surface, um, giving the lake a peaceful green gloss. You can see it broken by the occasional turtle shell or like the back of a fish um, swimming. Um, the area around, even where you're standing, is like thick marsh that sucks at the bottom of your shoes. Um, in the foreground, more terrifyingly, you see two wooden stakes dug deep into the ground and they go up high like someone has stripped like a birch sapling a really tall thin tree and above mounted on two pointed stakes is the body the carcass of an actual wolf its rib cage is rended open um its glowing yellow eyes are rolled back in its head its tongue rolled out below are three Druids, you see them identical, Saya, Filden, and Grief. You see them, uh, they've each got like a hand around each other on the back of their heads, and they are simultaneously like pulling at each other's hair so that their eyes are up connected. Uh, yellow eyes connected with the wolf reflecting the moon's glow and you hear them in all kinds of terrible uh, and forbidden languages praising the moon gassing her up they are loving on this moon and you watch as their arms reach forward and they start hand over hand like an invisible rope is there they are pulling the moon towards the surface of the scum um, you read this situation very well, and so you understand that it's very important to be quiet right now. They do not notice you. They're continuing on with their ceremony. The ground by their feet is littered with uh, small bones, carcasses of raccoons, foxes, fish bones, like dead scorpion shells, even like bugs are laying dead around it looks like for druids who are trying to you know enact life it seems like they're surrounded by a lot of death mm. chuck goes wow this is really out of character for them chuck i've known them for less than 24 hours and i guarantee this is fully in character for them they seem like nice people except for the littering thing that's l i am okay chuck I am from the abyss. That is the one of the most evil places in all is of that the realms. South? It's north, but beside the point, it, lit, littering is a whole layer there, my friend. Really? Yes. So it is not a good thing. And as much as I think it is fun, I it clean is, up after them. Yes, when I see them toss a bottle into the, I go and I grab it. Just yeah, so you know. So very nice of you. Okay. Um. So this is bad. Do you have a plan of attack? Should I don't know. Should Should we try? Axe them in the back, or should we just try and talk to them? You know, here's the thing. I really don't think talking to them will change anything. I want to also say that I think you 
the axe in the bag is a pretty good idea, but I do think that you should you it should be on my signal. I should do something first okay. and then and also keep your fucking head up, man. I mean, I don't know what the hell's out there, but I don't want if it looks like when you're running up something happens, <laughs> be aware, I guess. Yeah, it's all good. I'm I understand what's happening right now. I'm going into danger with you and I'm I'm going to watch out. Don't worry. I'm I'm a pretty competent guy. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Chuck the gator kind of like nips at your ankle oh, a little fuck. bit. <laughs> he doesn't bite. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Don't so, worry, he's nice. <laughs> so they're doing this ceremony. Yeah, the moon is glowing brighter and brighter. You see it reflected in back on the surface of the lake. Like it is so, it's almost like daylight how bright it is in in this entire clearing that the scum is in. Okay. And their backs are to you. Okay. You did well on rolling that 12, because uh, if not, you would have just stumbled into this. <laughs> Hello! Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, I would like to... Sticking with the magic of the stone, I would like to try and... Focus on one of them, whichever one I think is grief. Actually, I shall, I sh, the trigger word shall be grief. I shall shout and see which one turns. Chuck goes, <laughs> you're really latching onto that one. I don't even know. I don't know if there's, they're all the same. Yes, that's what they'd like you to think, my friend. But if there's <laughs> one thing I've learned in my time, there is something significant about that grief. And let me tell you, I also love grief. I want that name. And to take a demon's name, you must kill them. So I okay. will, sh I shout grief. And I guess whoever, you know, I'm going to I'm just going to assume the first one who looks at me or I whatever one is perhaps closest to me, if they all happen to turn around at the same time, like okay. creepy little weirdos, um, then I would like to pull downward and try and pull them into the ground. Like, I mean, oh. I, the ideal would be yeah. to, all the way up to their heads. But if if I can only, if I can just get them immobilized, Maybe that would also feet, be great. Like, sucked into the marsh or yes, something. Disrupt them and, you know, immobilize one great. of them. All right, uh, you guys sit there in tense silence for a second, the plan both racing through your brains, uh, and as you yell, grief, they all turn their heads around like little fucking weirdos. I fucking knew it. <laughs> you're like, God damn it, they all got the same, they fucking share names, that's so weird. It's probably just one name. And I would like for you to uh, use magic. I'm going to say that uh, trying to do all three of them would be a fairly uh, big magic, but you can use magic to try and uh, capture one. Yeah, and big magic, it, essentially doing that would be, I'd have to do some sort of more prep or offer something really bad. Exactly. It's not necessarily that it would spend a lot of time, but there might be um, some kind of, um, maybe you might need Chuck to try and help you, which you don't know if Chuck is experienced in that kind of thing, or you might need to, um, you know, use some kind of alternate power that's around you, or it may just have a specific danger side effect. Okay, I will just focus on one. I will okay. do just a standard magic um, because perhaps a negative side effect of that will be easier to manage than something negative big side magic. Effect, for sure. All right, so roll plus weird, and let me know um, they're standing, you know, one after the other, going for the middle one or one on the side. Yeah, you know what? I'll go for the middle one. Sure. Five. Five. Ten plus three is 13. Amazing. As they turn around, you suddenly, you know, you got a 13? All right, 
on a 12 plus, the keeper offers you some added benefits. So you watch as one of them become suddenly becomes uh, a lot shorter and then a lot shorter and then is sucked right into the earth and the other two look horrified and they both yell, Saya! And the other one yells, Phil Den! Fuck, I'd really get that one. Okay. <laughs> um, and they in turn are going to uh, turn to you and go, what are you doing? You're interrupting something very important, foolish demon. Go back, yes. go back to camp. Yes, all of these lovely, mean words. I love to hear them. Why is it getting you more amped? Mm, you've made a mistake, my friend. I am not just a kind neighbor like I've led you to believe. I am a chaos demon who is really trying to rein it in, but this seems like a good opportunity to let it out. You don't seem like you're trying to rein it in. Um, and as they are, um, drop their hands and the moon slightly retreats as their ceremony is paused. You see that their robes start to fall from their shoulders, and at first you're like, ew, they're getting naked. Ugh, kinky, but I don't want it. And then you see that their bodies are these grotesque, shiny, green kind of carapaces and as they open up their mouths to scream at you uh, their skin rends from their head and these strange ugly bug-like almost like three cream mantis-like creatures um, are clearly what has been hiding underneath these identical disguises <laughs> and you hear um, one um, ranting at you <sighs> mortals they're so quarrelsome and always in the way we we thought you would understand as another immortal that sometimes you are more loyal to a place than to others. We protect this land. We cultivate it. And what did that fool do? He, he ruined it. Ruined our hard work. He planted all the wrong shit. Pole beans next to our cauliflowers, dill beside our carrots, garlic and onions next to our lettuces. Those plants hate each other. He had to pay. We couldn't have him mucking about destroying our good earth. And they are going to call forth a swarm from the scum. You see the surface wobbles and then ripples and then spilling out like the lake is vomiting itself up is the earth is covered in beetles, scorpions, bugs, tadpoles and frogs and all kinds of development. Just nothing that would hurt you that much by itself, but simply just like the entire ecosystem of the scum is coming out and swarming around and surrounding you and Chuck. Ah, so these are the mosquitoes I heard so much about. And you guys immediately are going to take one harm as they are nipping and biting at your ankles. And it looks like the two druids who are left are uh, making eye contact with each other and maybe trying to communicate some sort of like alternate plan. But you have a moment to act as they are ranting to you about their plan and taking the time to summon this swarm. Okay, so 
I, because of the immortal ability, mm -hmm. I take one less harm. So I does that again? Do I again, Great, yep. again that? Yeah, you just like scratches and stuff like that. Don't yes. bother. You think that it's likely that these uh, people, these like three green creatures themselves probably are going to do worse than one harm. Right. But for now, you're kind of like stepping <laughs> over these like swarming creatures. You see Chuck is getting bit up bad, but Chuck the gator is behind him swinging his tail, knocking him away. So he's not doing too bad. He's just got like really bit up ankles first and foremost chuck you need to act my friend we need some action here okay uh, you would like him to throw his axe uh yeah i guess i would like for him to throw his axe i mean i'm guessing that yeah i want him to throw his axe because i feel like no matter what he'll probably still be getting hurt in this fight but as for sure i think that these like bug guys are gonna do way more hurt and if they're up close and they can do that i don't want him to be up close for sure um he launches his hatchet spinning in the air gleaming in the moonlight you watch as it makes purchase in one of these druids um bug-like crackling arms it looks like uh they're struggling a little bit to get out of it like it's stuck in the carapace of their shell and they're distracted and seem like a little wounded you see like a bright gooey blue blood start to kind of leak out of it they do not look happy and their partner as well or their sibling looks very upset that this has happened you spill my sibling's blood i will <laughs> Once again, I will use magic because that is what I am bred for. I um, look at um, the two of them and I'm like, the one mistake you made is that you think I would be loyal to anything that is the exact opposite of how I am. Chuck, it, that was a lie completely. Wink. Um, <laughs> You're confusing me a little. I'm not uh, sure what that point was. Well... Listen, the only kind of loyalty is debt, my friend. And I would like to call forth my brother. And I would like to summon the demon. And I will summon my brother, who, um, I... Oh, um, you have siblings? Chuck is as you're like <laughs> screaming infernal to the side. He's like, are you making, is it collect call or? It's, uh, yes, I, he owes me a life debt. Ah, oh, God, screaming in abyssal. Um, I would like to summon Pissant the Lesser, my brother. You owe me a favor, my friend. Come and join the fight. Um, a dark shadow begins to blot out the moon. Why don't you roll plus weird for me and see how well this summoning spell works? <laughs> this could go so bad. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Uh, that is... Okay, thank God, that's end of a five. Eight plus three is 11. Uh, a dark shadow begins to appear over the moon. You see a figure, their legs cross, their arms up and out, almost kind of like a, like a crucifix Jesus thing, as they're just seemingly zooming, like pulled <laughs> by their navel towards the ground, and they land next to you, Chuck, and the gator, uh, heavy. Uh, what does Pissant the Lesser look like? Describe your brother to us. My brother is... <laughs> if I look like the closest thing to a, like, more infernal tiefling, he looks like this massive, like, pit fiend. Like, this huge, like, definitely much taller than me, much bigger, covered in black spines um, with... Um, three yellow eyes that are similar to mine mm -hmm. um, and two ineffectual like 
little wings on the back that definitely don't do anything and um, is completely nude, unlike me, no zoot suit. Um, <laughs> Chuck goes, hi, you guys look so much alike. That's offensive, Chuck. Learn to hold your tongue. Pissant. So <laughs> we don't all look alike, my friend. Actually, we do look as, alike. <laughs> as scorpions are swarming, like one's crawling over Pissant's face and down his shoulder, biting at his flesh. Yes, Pissant. The life that shall be repaid if you kill these druids. Or at least one, my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> love you, Pissant. <laughs> Mind freak. <laughs> I love the entry, by the way. Mind freak. <laughs> um, all right, one sec. <laughs> As you have done that, I'm going to say that Chuck the Gator is pretty much functioning. He's fighting against this swarm. He's like crunching on scorpions and weird, like three-legged fish creatures that are swimming oh, out God. of the heat. <laughs> you do notice as um they've been calling this uh as they've been calling the swarm up, that it was al- looked almost like the edges of the scum were starting to like lap a bit, like the lake was like starting to overflow a little bit. Mm. The ground beneath you is starting to feel like a little bit wet. But as you hurt this other one, the swarm is kind of, it is lessered a little bit, it is slowing down. And so you watch as the lake recedes a little bit for a second. Um, I'm going to say that um, Pissant can uh, attack them if you would like and I guess let me, what kind of damage do your claws do? You have claws, right? Um, I use the sword. Okay, right. Um, but the claws as a base weapon, claws to harm, hand, so up close. Um, All right, great. Yes. So um, Pissant leaps into the fray and does to harm to one of these bugs and you see as he attacks the bug that is not struggling with its arm, the bug that is thus far uninjured and un- unhindered goes, ah, ow. And you see that um, the other one also reacts to it. It goes, ah, ow. Ooh. And you get a feeling as though they are like seemingly connected, like fighting one is fighting the other. Foolish, foolish. Every demon knows to have separate names. Otherwise, if I hurt one of you, it hurts all of you. Chuck, you heard them. Fucking kill them. Oh, wait, your axe is in them. Hmm, okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Chuck goes, oh, I, I could wrestle or something. And as he's standing there, um, kind of helpless, um, the three green who has just been injured um, races forward on his uh, stick bug-like eggs <laughs> and grabs in his um, ginormous green pincers chuck by the head and he's lifting him up and shaking him by the head and he's going you stupid little mortal i'll kill him i swear to god i'll kill him oh yeah you think that's gonna affect me listen bitch i ain't afraid of you um (laughs) chuck when you say that goes um please help it's called bluffing chuck get used to it oh he they don't care about me at all. Yes, that's right. I don't care at all. And I... Pissant, please. <laughs> um, and I don't care at all. But I will definitely act to help. Um, yeah, if you would like to do more magic or if you would like to try and kick some ass, now is the time. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take... I Let's take this baby out for a spin. <laughs> I pull out my sick-ass blade, which is definitely <laughs> shaped like it's a metal band's logo. 
Um, <laughs> so many curves and so edges. So many curves. I instantly prick myself a little bit. Ow, think I'm immortal and take one less harm from that. <laughs> um, and I will just try and, like, two-hand swing, try and cut the arms off. All right, great. Roll uh, plus, this is plus tough for your character. Yes, unfortunately, right. I do. I, I think I might have a bad tough. Let me just, yes, I do. You so. are pretty weird, so. I'm pretty weird. I could have taken unholy weapon, but... Nope, that's bad. Uh, okay, it's gone. We've got a very um, small rolling section over here. Maybe let's make that. <laughs> and I roll now that this pretty recklessly too. <laughs> okay. Mm. Oh, fuck yes. Whoa. Truly, the only time I could have, and that is an eleven because I have minus one. Holy shit! All right, one sec. <laughs> As I swing it down, I scream. I've actually never used this before. <laughs> On a 12 plus, you do the harm that your weapon uh, is established as. What is that? Two harm? Uh, yes, two harm. All right. And it's messy, to be clear. I wanted to be sure it's you very see messy. A big, a wave of blue blood comes <laughs> like slushing out of uh, this three creens. Uh, the crack between its torso and its legs and it is writhing and it's got its little legs kind of curl up on itself like when a bug is about to die. <laughs> yes! Its swarm is wavering. It looks very frustrated and very hurt. And in fact, you completely hold the advantage. Your attack actually sinks into them and you huh, drive the blade a little bit deeper and you can tell that your attack is inflicting double the normal harm. You just did a really like a fatal seeming wound to this bug. I'm gonna turn your garden into a slaughterhouse. Um, and I wanna see if I could try and finish the job, but instead of using my sword, I wanna try and use magic and like, Hadouken, like, like blast his head off. All right, since you just um, kicked his ass, mm -hmm. he's going to get a second to kind of retaliate a little bit. That makes sense. What, he doesn't wanna just roll over and die. <laughs> <laughs> Strange. I do want to make a note that I indeed lick up as much of the blood as it soars through the air towards me. Chuck, <laughs> um, Chuck from where he has been dropped by this three cream as they round on you, I'm seeing you harm uh, their family. Um, Chuck goes, I, I, on, I wouldn't drink that. I honestly don't think it's good. Ah, yes, it's making my tongue swell. <laughs> you see uh, the two three cream who are <laughs> above ground are... <laughs> <laughs> making little clicking noises and they raise their hands and shake them at the moon fully possessed by their bug-like uh, features. They are not even using common words anymore, shaking their pincers at the moon, which starts to swell and the lake again starts to spill over as the swarm is doubled. You can tell that they are like trying to basically flood the place in a last ditch effort for revenge. Um, it is up to you if you would like to um, command Pissin to do something, if you'd like to try and use your magic, if you'd like to Chuck the Gator to get involved. Chuck the Gator is just kind of protecting other Chuck right now, yeah. like swiping the swarm away from him. Um, as the swarm increases around you and Pissin both take two damage, okay. two harm. So you're under four harm, and so you are feeling worse for wear. You're definitely... Um, 
you know, you are pouring demon blood and you feel like you've gotten banged over the head. Your legs have been bitten and rubbed raw by this horrible swarm, but you have one thing on your mind and it is ending this evil, littering druidic order who yes. hates chaos. Yes, they want all their gardens to look nice. I'm only going to grow weed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck goes... Chuck and I grow weed behind the trailer. Oh, fuck yes. This town rules. Gidry helps. I flash the shocker, um, and then I go, piss it with me. Um, and I guess that I... Um, is commanding Pissant like that would be my turn kind of situation? No, he's there to help you. So he's kind of doing his thing. If you wanted him to help you with the magic or if you wanted him to just like keep batting the swarm away from you or from the other Chuck. Yes, he will help me with the magic. Pissant, Pissant lend turns me to your strength. Come hand me, cousin. Yes, I shall. Um, I would like to... Okay, we're gonna use some magic here. We'll litter the grounds with their bodies. Yes, the best kind of littering is the kind that decomposes. Um, I think that we are going to focus, like focus our energies together and do like the Ginyu Force, like the the arch over from um, Dragon Ball Z mm -hmm. connecting. Um, and we, it bends at the ribs. <laughs> I'm so much shorter. It really doesn't look good. Um, and we, we, we shall kill them. And I would like to, they're like pulling the moon towards them. Yes, they are like, it seems to you like they are influencing the scum with the moon. Like it is spilling over almost like how the moon affects the tides. Like it seems to you like they're throwing nature out of whack. Yes, so I shall do a bit of the same. And I would like to try and hijack that kind of gravitational energy mm. and just crush them just like as if i were a meta, a meta um a magical fly swatter of gravity if you will great i'm going to say that that falls under you know banishing someone from the place that it mm. inhabits that's what you're essentially trying to do is uh is pull the moon in and basically crush them with the force <laughs> of it yeah all right i'm going to say um roll weird and uh pissant is going to give you a uh plus one excellent thank you for the plus one pissant um first die that is a six baby oh. here we go Wait. oh it is a six this looks so much like a three with I, a line every time i was like are you lying this one and the and the five like the five rolled that's i was like that's a six baby i'm like um, um. <laughs> Noah, that's a one. Like, wow, my first time DMing. <laughs> Noah is just fucking lying the whole time. I learned a new game. Uh, I am I, as cruel in real life as I am as a demon. Uh, so that is nine plus three plus one is 13. Wow, 13. It is incredibly successful. Um, you see um, the two, three cream remaining are panicking as they watch you and Pissant um, bending over, connecting your fists. They can yeah. see some amazing magic is about to go down and they start frantically clawing at the earth, trying to like scoop out Muck to try and save their sibling who is still underneath. And as you um, and Pissant and then even Chuck, you know, really gets into it and he starts pulling one hand <laughs> over the other and like playing pretend he has no magical abilities, but he's like, I'll help, I'll help. Yes, yes. Send your life force. The moon comes with a cataclysmic <laughs> boom. Comes 
crashing and rebounding <laughs> off of the lake. You are honestly confused as to how the physics of this are happening. This should destroy the earth. Yes! But instead, there is a bright flash, the loudest sound you've ever heard. Everyone is absolutely washed with mucky, disgusting, algae, moss-filled <laughs> green water. I stick my tongue out again. <laughs> and as as it washes away, um, you uh, feel like this is magic that you have not conquered before. You have really proven yourself as like an almighty demon <laughs> in this moment. And a task that was for the good. And when the water has cleared and is receding back into the lake, you look around trying to kind of catch your bearings. Um, Pissant is nowhere to be seen. Thank God. I hate hanging out with him. Yeah, guy. he hates hanging around afterwards. <laughs> he always Irish exits. So yes. you're like, all right, that guy's gone. Thank God. Um, you see Chuck standing there, um, dripping in like algae and moss, and uh, Chuck the Gator is rolling around, so happy and just like a pig and shit, like yeah. loving it. Um, there's the abandoned carcasses of you know little uh, bugs and things that you've crushed, but you see a lot of the creatures are um, making their way back towards the scum and slipping back onto the surface. And as you guys look up, you see that the moon is a sliver of a crescent, and it looks a normal distance away. I have a question for you. Mm. What was the uh, safe word that you gave Gina? The safe word was uh, Chuck, I think. I think it just was (laughs) like, yell Chuck. You are standing there for a moment. You and Chuck are just kind of grinning, like absolutely drenched in water. (laughs) He was you up high, and as you high five, you hear, Chuck! Oh my god, Chuck! Oh my god, Harold! Sounds like she. Sounds like Chuck's cheating on you, man. I don't know what she's yelling at his name. Anyways, I'm just fucking with Harold. <laughs> I'm just. Sh- should we go check? It sounds like it's coming from the clearing. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. I forgot. I left him in a dome. We should check on Harold. We should go for check sure. on Harold. Yeah. You guys race through the woods. You are navigating your way <laughs> fine now. Um. There's even like you see kind of a little stream of like bugs and hopping toads and hopping frogs. It seems like they're they're kind of following you around. And as you're looking, you're like, oh, I might. Be the mayor of a lake, I guess. <laughs> mm. uh, my my aim might have been a little bit off. Mm. And you guys race back to the clearing, and you see Gina on her knees, uh, hands wailing against the stone. And she goes, my Harold's in there. My Harold, I hear him. They trapped him. They're trying to kill him. He's suffocating. Yes, my God, what a horror. Gina, stand back. Chuck, lift this fucking dome. <laughs> Chuck just lifts it up from the bottom. Something that Gina clearly did not, like, did not realize do. she could do. And also, Harold didn't really think to do either. I know it seemed like it was some sort of grand spell, but truly, I just made a very thin layer of stone around you. 
Trickery is part of the deal. A, a very human and a very naked Harold <laughs> comes out of this stone dome. Um, he looks worse for wear. He <laughs> is sweaty. His eyes are manic. His hair has grown long over the last week. He's looking around kind of friend. You still see his nose like sniffing a little bit. Like he's kind of like locked into his like creature yeah. habits a little bit. And Gina embraces him. She goes, oh, Harold, oh, I was going to join you in the animal kingdom and he goes oh no no don't do that that's why would you do that gina i just want you to be safe and they're they're hugging and kissing and chug kind of slaps a hand on your shoulder and he goes (laughs) i honestly think you might get some votes again the whole voting concept is not going to happen but i appreciate the compliment (laughs) thank you chuck um i'm gonna use my last because i think i have one more hold on him from earlier and i would be like now you shall swear your fealty to me. I shall be the ruler of this small commune, and we shall live in the exact opposite way of these horde druids who lived here previously. We will live with chaos and fun, plant whatever you want, and I guess shit wherever you want to. Why not? Yeah, sure. I'll shit wherever I want to. Fuck yeah. You're a great mayor. I'm so glad I voted for you. Yes, you Um, voted. (laughs) Don't forget, you voted. Everyone starts to kind of uh, stagger off in disbelief. You see Gina is helping Harold as he's limping through the woods. She helps him get some of his underwear on, which is also like ripped. He's got like a ball hanging out. (laughs) Jesus, he's hung. Christ. (laughs) You point a flashlight at it. Whoa. Harold, I really missed you. I, I'll leave you to it. <laughs> you guys exit out of the path to the scum. Um, as you are walking back, you're thinking that you're probably going to stay in this town for a while. And you actually think there might be a place to swim now. When you come out in the commune, it looks like people have been rustled awake by the noise a little bit. Chuck, too, was reading the note. Look, concerned look on his face and looks up, sees Chuck and goes, Oh, honey. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, you can't do that, honey. Oh, you scared the shit out of me. Oh, my God. You're so much braver than I am. Don't worry, uh, Chuck. No, <laughs> there, never was in any danger. I was there to protect him the whole time. Um, You see that uh, Gina is ushering Harold inside. She goes, Harold's back, everybody. He's going to be living with me. We're going to live together forever. And I'm going to make him hot cocoa. Oh, come inside. And you see Hassam standing frantically looking around outside the outhouse. He's got, like, a gun in hand. Like, he just woke up and, like, ran and grabbed. It and was like, I'm gonna do whatever's <laughs> happening right now. Old oh, man, I'm gonna have to confiscate that weapon pretty soon. Um, and as uh, you're looking around at your new town that you're the you're the mayor, <laughs> I'm of, the mayor now, of. Um, you look around and you see um, Gidry standing there. He's looking fondly over um, at Harold and Gina. Gives him a wave and goes, Harold. I'm so glad you haven't got diabetes anymore. And he <laughs> he pulls a little pocket watch out of his pocket and he looks at it and you see an approving smile on his face as no seconds are skipped and his clocks have started working once again. And that is where we will end our session. Ah, Lisa, this was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I am, first of all, in- <laughs> 
fantastic. Thank you did incredible. You, thank you. I was I was a little nervous. It could, you absolutely hit this out of the park. I I am so proud of you. This was so fun. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for solving my mystery. You didn't do it in the way I would think. <laughs> it was so fun thinking on my toes. Oh my gosh. This went not in an order I thought I was going to go in. It was great. You I did, loved it. The fact that you said that, it you did not show that at all. <laughs> it really felt I mean it really felt so put together. You did an incredible job. Thank you for doing this. Of course. I well, am so happy. I did the intro. Would you like to do the outro? I would love to do the outro. I light up a Veridontus Slim that is soaked in <laughs> musk gummy water. Thank you for listening to this episode of Try Not to Die. Thank you for being patrons and listening to this content surge. Um, my name, <laughs> my name is Katsofai, which means the fuck are you doing? in Italian. Um, and you really embodied that. <laughs> and I embodied that. So thank you for listening. Um, until next time, try, try not, not to, to die. die. All hail our eldritch patrons. Especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, Lana, Emily, Grace, Jacob, James, Jeff, Joey, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Paige, Roni, Sahara, Sam, and of course, our producer Patty, Patrick Bronstetter, and producer Daddies, Becca Mount, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die.